0: So we had last time, the Gemara, I mean, backtrack to the Mishnah. Once again, the Mishnah said two types of psalm. Type number one is when you pasel the schach. I mean, the Mishnah before that said you made a sukkah in a bad place. The next Mishnah said, how you passeled the schach. You didn't make a sukkah in a bad place, you made a sukkah in a fine place. You passel the schach. How do you pasel good schach? Because you put a sheet over yeah, it or under it either to stop the sun or to catch the falling leaves. So then you passel the schach. We said there's another kind of psul. If you make a sukkah, if you make an oihel inside your sukkah. And in that gemara, in that mishnah, we're machalic between... A two-post canopy which doesn't have a roof, and a four-post canopy which does. And the Gemara on Yuromi base, which we started Thursday night, we continued su- Sunday night, the Gemara said <coughs> that it's Mutra Lisha Mikila in Asuka. That even though it's four posts, you can sleep underneath it in a sukkah. And the first version, I say that because we're going to have the second version in a minute. The first version of that Gemara made two qualifications in order for that to be true. Number one, that it's under 10 Tfachim. If the posts are over 10 Tfachim, then no matter what their strength is, no matter how strong they are, the sukkah's possible or your yeshiva sukkah is possible because you're in an ayel. And the second possible psul, you don't need both of these. Either of them could passel. The second possible psul was that they're too strong. They're kavua. If they're too kavua, then that passels it. So that Gemara learnt that there's two ways to make an ayel out of a four-post canopy, either by having ten Fachim or by being strong enough. That was the first version of that gemara on the top of yud of and Vod Alef, Where we are, second line of the gemara. The gemara says like this: another version, which is going to start off the same way, but it's going to be much more mekil because it's only going to have one version of Psul. It's going to only have one way of postling. Rather than, the more ways you can postle a sukkah, the more machmer you'll be. This way is going to have less ways that that kila can become, can postle your yeshiva sukkah. Says the Gemara, we said it another way. A person can sleep in Akilah's So Rashi says, Rashi says, that this Kila, what's your problem? There's no shoe last night? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, i <I'm> good morning. <laughs> hey, uh, that uh, My kid was sick, I didn't show up. Oh. I didn't come to see him, I, I, whatever. Because when Ellie told you about the scene, you said maybe you'll show up. So I That's figured right. The maybe started, was in the sky. It started at 7 p.m. I figured sure it would be at 15. Oh. Nobody, Ellie didn't post that there was no sure. I think you go going fast. This, year. Four this four is on tape, sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to figure out why you're starting at the top of Sunday night. Right. sorry. So this. <laughs> 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 the, lines the, uh, the lines are still on the clock. The lines are still on the clock. Don't tell Nelson. We all did this, we're doing Chazar. <laughs> <laughs> chazar is good. Chazar is good. Everyone could use the Chazar, and if we could do a Yidda favor. Even so better. we're doing a Yidda favor. Even better. So everyone, like, act alive. <laughs> we did not bring leftovers for you, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> so think about it like this. Lashen that Shmuel was not commenting on a regular kilo, on a regular flat, Type of canopy. He said Kilas Says Rashi. What's a Kilas Khasanim? Rashi's in the second to last wide line on top. A kishar kila. It's not a regular old canopy. The gag. It has no top. It has no flat top. Yes, it four post. It's around the bed. Vigiga, ve'gaga. This has the advantage of being like a two-post canopy that it doesn't have any flat roof. I don't know how you have four posts and they're all slanty, but I didn't work out the, the uh, practicalities of the matter, but I don't know, maybe they're at different levels. <coughs> maybe like one side of the bed is, is like higher than the other and the whole thing is slanty. Um, I don't know if that ruins an hell It probably depends on the slope. I don't know if maybe there's more than four posts. So it's like you know, it's like uh, the Verrazano Bridge. It's going like this, you know, all the things. It's ne- you know, it's never straight. It goes up and then down. I don't know, but they are four posts and it's never flat. Says, do you, you have a picture in your tomorrow? After, nothing. None of this. No. Well, you see. They also didn't know exactly what it was. Says, says the Gemara, Because it has no roof. Even though it's ten, even though it's ten tall. Why do you have to say that? Because, because we said that Naklitin are Osir if they're ten. We said that even something without a flat roof, this is a massive kiddish. We said a flat roof can be possible either by being 10 or by being kavua. A two-poster, which means no flat roof, is possible is possible if it's over ten. We're saying now, even if it's over ten, and it's four posts, since it doesn't have a flat roof, it's kosher. To which the Gemara says. What are you talking about? Well, first of all, it says if you sleep in, mean, this is the same cashmah we asked the other, if you sleep in a kila, it's possible. So we're that's hachmaskim I don't even have to say ten. I, I never talked about a flat top. If it has a flat top, it's possible. I agree with that. Now, Toshma asks the Gemara another proof. When a bed has two posts. That's called naklitin. Naklitin is for V'kineifis arb, and a four-post canopy is called kineifis. Piras al gab If you spread out the canopy sheet on top of the four posts, it's psula. Al gab v'naklitin ksheira. Naklitin it's kosher, yeah, because it doesn't have a gog. But adds the b'raisa, uh, a stipulation, u'belvad and As long as they're not asar atzvachem high, So says the I, Gemara. I, I have you pretty much cornered here. Because your rationale to permit a kilas Hasanim because it has no gag. So you said it's okay, even if it's over 10. Well, look at Nakhliten. They're okay because they have no Gag, as long as they're not 10. So you see you're wrong. Says the Gemara, <coughs> If they are 10 high, it's possible. Af al-pi ain't Gag. Says the Gemara, Shani uh, No, Nakliten are solid, Naklitin are strong. So they passel even though they're even though they're only two, even though there's no roof, they passel once it's ten. So says the Gemara, oh, so you just crossed over from being not Kavua to Kavua, then didn't we have a rule that if it's not Kavua, that if sorry, if it is Kavua. It's possible even less than ten. You can't have it both ways. You're trying to defend yourself that the reason, even though it doesn't have a roof, it could become possible. Is because it's kavua. Whoa! If it's kavua, it should be possible with even less than ten. Says the Gemara. Ikvi. Someone says, Ikvi, if they are so kavua, if they're also so strong, Leheviki Kanifis. Let them be like four posts, and there should be Hustle, even if there's not ten. <coughs> so the Gemara says, not legabi is <laughs> likevi legabi It's all relative. It's all relative. It depends what you're comparing it to. A kavua two post in comparison to a kavua four post. No, that's not kavua. So it needs ten. But a kavua. But it's more kavua than Akilah, even Akilah's chasanim, which, even though it's four, still isn't possible unless it's ten. So, just to review tonight's Lashen, we're going to go to the next opinion. Just to, to review tonight's Lashen, tonight's Lashen said that a four post is butter to sleep in, even though it can be ten fach because it has no flat top. So, I says, oh, you, you're trying to tell me that since it's not flat, it's okay even if it's more than ten. What about a two-post bed, which we call nakleiten, which is possible if it's ten. No, that's because it's kavua. Well, one second. You said this is not kavua, that is kavua. If it is kavua, then this. Should. So I said there's three levels of kavua. There's kavua four-post kavua like kineifis, that's possible even less than ten. There's two-post kavua, that's possible if it's ten. And then there's kila, which is so not kavua, that even though it's four posts, since it's A, not kavua, and B, not flat, it's kosher even above 10. It's kosher even above 10. So the difference between tonight's lashon and, la, and last night's lashon, and two nights ago's lashon, is, two nights ago's lashon didn't discuss something above 10. Once it was above 10, I don't care. I don't care if it's kavua or not kavua, it's possible. Tonight, even if it's above 10, it's kosher. Why not? Because it's arguing because it's not not a flat roof, it's not a flat roof. So, bottom line, just to confuse you like this if it's flat, either could postle it. That was Thursday, that was Sunday night's Lawsh. If it's flat, either could postle it 10 or Kavua. If it's Kavua 2, then 10 postles it. If it's not Kavua and not flat then it's kosher even above ten. If it's not kavuah, and not flat, then it's even kosher above ten. Huh? Yeah. That is those two ishaymas. Says the Gemara, and finally a lashon that argues, Darash, Raba, Baravhuna, the exact opposite. Mutter lishon Bekila, you're allowed to sleep in a canopy. Avobishi Yishlegag, even though it's flat, Top has a roof, even though it's above ten. That violates everything, meaning it violates the last sugya because the last sugya was talking about something it's not kavu. But if it's kavua, you're out. Violates two sugyas on, on two on two counts. It violates two go on two counts. Two sugyas go said either one comes you have kavu or ten. This one is saying it is kavua and it is ten, and it is flat, and it's still kosher. Says where well, you know why, because it's in cheat Rabbi Yehudah. Command for like the sheet of Rabbi Judah that we had in the first mission and the second parak, the amar that Rabbi Judah's sheet is loyasi oihal aray, a temper a not real oihal like a bed, cannot come umavatla umavatla el kava and umavatla suka. So Rabbi Judah, Rabbi Huda we said in the second parak holds that, yes, this bed is an oihal. Either by virtue of the fact that it's tenthvahim high, or by virtue of the fact that it has a flat top, or by virtue of the fact that it is kavua. Doesn't matter. You could have you could strike three. You're an Uihel Kavua on three counts. It still doesn't possibly Yeshiva sukkah in Rabbi Yehuda, because in the end of the day it's not as solid as the Sukkah. And a less formidable Uyhel will not be mevatl, a more formidable oihel, like a sukkah. So no matter which one of the violations, and even all of them, that you mess up on with this kila, you could mess up on all of the violations. Again, it's ten. Again, it's a flat roof. Again, it's kavua. Doesn't matter. Compared, compared to the sukkah, it's not as solid, and an oihel aroy like this is not going to be mevatl, an oihel keva. That's the end of that Gemara. So, says the Gemara, like we learned in the Mishnah, we had a mini-glish to sleep under the bed in front of this okay, period. So says the Gemara, you just, you just draped me a cup when you could have been much more succinct. You told me, it's mutter to sleep in a canopy, in a sukkah, even though it's kumu, even though it's ten, even though it has a flat roof. <coughs> Which, you know, mamish like, uh, vexed me. Like, what? You violated every rule. Ah, you're going like Rabbi So what do you mean to tell me? i pass like Rabbi So there's an easy way to say that. i pass like Rabbi Why are you, in effect, telling me you pass like Rabbi by getting me all nervous and then answering me? Just tell me you pass like Rabbi I'll get it. Says Nigmar <laughs> Volema, why don't you say... Halach Kreb Why did you just say the Halach is like a Rehuda? Says the Gemari. If all it would have said is that the Halach is like a Rehuda, if that's all I would have said, I would have said, that's a bed, which is meant to sleep on. Aval, kila, dilateicha asuya. But a canopy which is meant to sleep in a maloi. Which means, says the Gemara's Fox, Rabbi Yehuda said in the second parak that a makeshift, temporary oihel will not ruin the bigger picture, the yeshiva sukkah of a more permanent oihel. So I could explain that two ways. I could say that because under no circumstances is the oihel you're in. Since it's shavacher, going to be mevatel the sukkah. Or I could have explained like this: You know why you're allowed to sleep under a bed? Not because you're able to sleep in an roy versus an ayal kaba. It's because you're a weirdo. You're not using the ayal properly. A bed is meant to sleep on, not meant to sleep under. So when you're sleeping under a bed, you know why it's not mavatl the ayhal of the sukkah because you're using it improperly. You know why you're sleeping under the bed doesn't mavatl you're sleeping in the sukkah? Because you are using a bed improperly so improper use of an ayhal isn't mavatl the greater ayhal. But well, we learned back then that you do use the under the bed. Oh, well, so the said it's used for shoes. The right, the but the point is that that's not the main use of it. But the point is that you're saying that you. No, the Gemara, we're right. <laughs> the Gemara agreed to this kasha. The Gemara agreed to this kasha. The Gemara said it's only because we brought a Pusik that called the back of a cow right. schach right. that Don't. we rejected right. that that the cow is better. But otherwise, we agreed to this far. So says the Gemara, if we would not say Rabbi Huda by a kila, I could have limited Rabbi Psak that yes, Rabbi Huda does say over there, sleeping in an oihel aroy is not mevato your yeshiva sukkah doesn't ruin your your sitting in a greater aihel. You know why? Not just because one aihel is better than the other. Because you're improperly using this aihel. Because since you're sleeping under a bed, not on a bed, the improper use of an aihel isn't mavatal the yeshiva sukkah. But let's say you would use an aihel properly then Rabbi Yehuda would say, no, 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 even though there's a better ayol, it's not mevatol. So if you have over here a canopy, the proper use of a canopy is to sleep in a canopy. So here, yes, it's an ayol aroi, okay. but you're using it properly. You're using it the right way. So I could have thought that proper use of an ayol aroi is mevatol. The ayol keva. Is mevatol the sukkah? I could have reasoned that since you're using the canopy properly, it's Mavatli shiva saga, And simply pascading like Rabbi Huda by the bed would not convey this point. Because you could have understood Rabbi Huda by the bed as, since you're using it wrong, improperly, that's why it's not Mavato. So I have to tell it to you over here that no, even though this isn't oihel, it's ten vachim high, it's kavua, it's flat on top. And you're using it properly, still, Rabbi Yehuda says it's not mivatel the sukkah. Kamash Malan says the Gemara. Time The real reason of Rabbi Yehuda is the That under any circumstances the Shivahar ayel, the weaker ayel, is not Mavatal ayel keva, the big, real, solid ayel of the sukkah it doesn't matter when you're using it improperly like sleeping under a bed it doesn't matter a canopy when you're using it properly you're sleeping inside a canopy and therefore he's paskining like he's paskening like Rabbi Huda, which we don't possibly like but he's paskining like Rabbi Huda end of end of that sugya so I was gonna do the Mishnah but Lamaise, this was hard to you know it's, you know, we won't, we won't accomplish what you're doing. So we now finished in the second half of the second parak, when we're moving on to schach. So we're, we're getting closer and closer to the heart of the matter, like Mishnai's always do. They always start at the outside and get closer to the center. So we started by making a perfectly kosher sukkah in a bad place. We then got to making a kosher sukkah and ruining the schach. And we then got to a third case of ruining a pasher sukkah, not by ruining the sukkah, someone else could be yitzing the sukkah, but you ruined it by where you sat in a bed. Now, we're ready to go to the next Mishnah about Mamish postling Gizrach. Okay, so before we say a dry tire, let's do a little bit of gemara. Um, so, we're in the middle of a Mishnah. Now, the Mishnah introduced a psul to a sukkah which according to Rashi was that you're not allowed to have your schach be mechobr lekarka. That even though the schach has to be Gidule Karka, schach has to have come from the ground once upon a time, it cannot be connected anymore. Now that led to another issue in Rashi, which means a guy took a tree, a branch, a vine, schlepped it onto his sukkah and used it as chach. So, basher husham, it's definitely puzzle because it's mechobah le The Mishnah says if you cut it, it's kosher. The Gemara then said, not so fast. Not so fast. Just cutting it <coughs> will not suffice because you still don't have an asiyah of a sukkah. Your sukkah became made retroactively rather than made, I guess the opposite of retroactively is proactively. You need to proactively make a sukkah. A sukkah cannot be made retroactively. You cannot back into a sukkah being made. You have to put on (coughs) on a sukkah you can't have something that's on four walls and it become schach through other means. So therefore, there's a psul of tasselim So therefore, the gemara required, the gemara required not only for you to cut the vine, off the vine, the gemara required also an additional asiyah by lifting up each piece of schach and putting it back down, and then you made a sukkah. Now, the the chiddish in that was, that, hey, what about cutting it? Isn't simply the act of cutting it also a ma'isa? Isn't simply cutting it also a ma'isa? So the Gemara said, no, it's not. This is considering cutting not a ma'isa. And we got into a problem that you said that that's Rav shita. Really, it's not. That's Shmuel shita. Rav holds simply cutting it is enough. And we said last night a case where um, Rav Amram Makhsida made tzitzis for his wife's talis by just simply putting one string through the hole several times and then at the end snipping it on the bottom. There's no asiyah. But Rav said simply cutting it is fine So we saw in Rav's shita that cutting it can make a, is called an asiyah. So we said in Rav, simply cutting it would be fine. So back to our case, if a person schlepped vines onto his sukkah and simply cut them, Rav would say that's fine. Ah, where's your asiyah's sukkah? Should I tell you where your Asiya sukkah is? Your asiyah's sukkah is the act of cutting. Shmuel says the act of cutting is not an asiya sukkah, so you have a sukkah that was never made. It's a psul of tasvleim and and therefore your sukkah is possible. Now, we said that Shmuel holds cutting is not good. That's where we're going to start tonight. Says the Gemara, five six lines from the bottom of Yerale of an Aleph. summer Shmuel, the Shmuel hold. Really? Shmuel would argue on that. You're saying Shmuel, and you're blaming this requirement to lift up each piece of on Shmuel. You're saying Shmuel holds. Simply cutting something is not a maisah. Now we go back to Tzitzis to figure this out because Tzitzis is a, tzitzis is a great place to look when you're looking for the dinim of Tzatzel because the Torah says gedilim Tzatzel that you have to make tzitzis. There needs to be an asiyah. So also by tzitzis, you can't have... Also by tzitzis, you can't have a retroactive making of tzitzis. You know, so for instance, let's say you would, take a, you would take a tablecloth and you'd cut out in the tablecloth a dalet confis. You'd cut out a talus from the tablecloth and then you'd cut out along the edges perfect tzitzis. Then you'd like make a corner. You can't do that. You have to take something that is four corners and make tzitzis in the corner of the begot. You can't have something that was part of the begot and then call it tzitzis later. That's taslim and So let's go back to tzitzis. Says the Gemara like this. Shmuel dealt with someone that had a great innovation. You take, let's say, your tzitzis, and you take the two front corners, and you tie you know, the, the right amount of strings, four strings between the two. You make tzitzis on each one of them, and then you snip it. And then it reverts to being four corners. You take the two corners at first, put them together, loop the tzitzis through, do all the jobs, Then, at the end, just snip it, and then it turns into two tzitzes. Says the Gemara, "Vahatani Shmuel. Shmuel learnt mishum Rabchiye hitel l'shnei karonos b'vasachas. If a person put in tzitzes in two corners of a baget at once, so it's not for a certain amount of time, your baget, you didn't make tzitzes in the four corners of your bagot. You made tzitzes in two corners at once. That's not making tzitzes, but at the end you did a snip, you did a cut. So the question is, is cutting enough to be called an asiyah? Now we're expecting Shmuel to say no. Because you said that Shmuel is the one that would require not just cutting the vine off the tree, but cutting the vine off the tree and lifting up each piece of schach again. Because Shmuel, cutting is not a maiseh. So I'm expecting my tzitzis, when you did this innovation of making two corners at once and looping it through and looping it through and then cutting it, I'm expecting Shmuel to say that that's bad. Because I'm expecting Shmuel not to hold cutting to be a maiseh. You need to actually tie it to be a Maisa. Says the Gemara, And then you cut the edges, the heads of the strings. It's Sharon It's Kosher. So says the Gemara, My love, can I not assume for the time being You did everything. You put the strings through the holes, tied all of the knots and loops on both sides, and then cut it. So everything was done when it was not four corners, and simply you cut it afterwards, which would be a test case if cutting is an asiyah. Says the gemara, no, I'll tell you why Shmuel said it's kosher. Like, you simply put the strings in, then you cut it, then you tied it normally. So, of course, that works over there because the cutting is not the action you did. The cutting is not the asia of the tzitzis. The cut is a great picture. The cutting, <coughs> sorry. the cutting was after you tied it. So here's, here's when you put them through at once. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm your mouth. Oh, you have this. And then, like, you cut it afterwards. So it wasn't a four-pointer effect you did it. At. You tied it together. <laughs> So says the now, of course Shmuel would say it's no good if you tied all the knots and all the loops before you cut it. Because cutting is not a mice, and then you have no kosher mice of tzitzis on the four corners. So when it says lo paisek, you first cut it v'achar kach Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, really? You need to tell me that? Says the Gemara, Kesher. If you cut it, then you tied it. My What's the Kiddush? You're telling me a grace of You put in strings in your tzitzis, you cut them, and then you tie your tzitzis properly, it's kosher. Well, duh. That's perfect. You tied your tzitzis after you had four corners. Of course that's good. You're telling me, Shmuel is telling me a grace of Shmuel's Shmuel is telling me that even if you put in your tzitzis, you cut them, and then you tie them properly when it's four distinct corners, your tzitzis is kosher. Of course they're kosher. If you would have told me the other way, that it's all tied and everything is perfect, and then you cut it, ooh, that's a chiddish, that's a chiddish, that cutting is called a ma'isa. Now that would be a problem with our shmuel over here, but at least it would be a chiddish. But in order to avoid a problem over here, in order to avoid a steerage in shmuel, whether or not cutting is called a ma'isa. In order to avoid a steer in Shmuel about whether or not cutting is a maizeh, you're coming and you're saying, no, he cut it before he tied it. Well, then of course it's kasher tzitzis. That's like a perfect way to make it. Sumar says, kashher vachekach What's the Kiddush? Sumar says, maod Tama, I may think, but Enon khanaf bishas psir not only do you need to tie the tzitzis when there are four distinct corners you need to put in the strings when there are four distinct corners veleka that you don't have in that case because in your case you're right you tied it you tied it after you cut it but when you put it in but when you put it in it wasn't four distinct corners you looped it around and you made two corners into one, you didn't have a corner when you put in the strings kamash And Now we see from here a very, very important halacha and tzitzis, that, that the making of tzitzis is not when you put the strings through the hole. It's when you tie the strings. So all halachas of tzitzis making, number one, that there has to be a corner when you make tzitzis. Number two, very important, you need l'shma by tzitzis. What Shmuel is telling me now, what Shmuel is telling me now is it is not ma'akev what you did when you put the strings in. When you put the strings in, I don't care if it was l'shma or not. When you put the strings through the hole, I don't care if it was four corners or not. Any halach of tzitzis doesn't start with the putting in of the strings, any Allah of tzitzis starts with the tying of the knot. And so everything's good. Which means Shmuel holds, cutting is not, is, is not a meisah. So by schach, simply cutting it will not do for your schach. You have to pick up each piece of schach and put it back down to constitute a meisah. Simply cutting is not a meisah. By tzitzis, if you'd make tzitzis and then cut it, Shmuel holds, simply cutting it is not a meisah. But... If you put in the strings and then cut it before you tied it, then you have fine tzitzis. Ah, when you put in the strings, it wasn't four corners. Or for instance, when you put in the strings, it wasn't l'shma. It doesn't matter. Because the act of making tzitzis is not the act of putting in the strings. The act of making tzitzis is the act of tying the knot. When we talk about the kesher el when we talk about tying the tzitzis, that's the point at which tzitzis becomes tzitzis, and that's the point at which all the halachas start happening. And that's why Shmuel cutting won't help. Tying is the only thing that counts. And as long as you have four corners, when you start tying the first knot, everything is good. Okay. Okay. So don't worry. We'll, we'll up with that. That's good. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. We'll do it after you. A so we're in the middle of a sugya as follows. The Torah, whenever it says, a should of asiyah, you have to make something. So then the item has to be made, this is going to sound simple, the item has to be made as the item. So for instance, the Torah says, Gidil tassel, make yourself tzitzis. So tzitzis have to be made Something else cannot turn into tzitzis without an asiyah. Tzitzis have to be actively made. You can't have <laughs> something else and then, voila, that turned into tzitzis, even though it looks 100% kosher. You could show it to somebody now and it looks like mine and yours tzitzis, but it's not, it wasn't made as tzitzis. That's the psalm of Tzitzis. And, and we have this psalm by sukkah as well sukkah and tzitzis are the main places we find the psool, that if something was not made as a sukkah, if something was not made as tzitzis, then it cannot turn into tzitzis or a sukkah later. So for instance, the case of our Mishnah, the case of our Mishnah, you had sukkah that was puzzled because the schach was mechubra lekarka. Now the question became, If, for instance, it became not mechubu l'karka with no maisa, if, let's say, the tree just died and fell, then your sukkah is not good. Even though right now your schach is not mechubu l'karka, even though right now your sukkah has no psulim, your sukkah has no psulim, but since it wasn't made as a sukkah with schach that is not mechubu l'karka, then the sukkah is possible. That's the psal of Tath The question became, the question became, well, how little of a maissa do you need to rectify the situation? So at first the Gemara said, no. You've got to pick up each piece of schach and re-put it back down. Anything short of that is not an asiyah. That's an asiyah because literally you're remaking the sukkah. You're picking up the schach and putting it back down. So At first, which later turned out to be Shitas Shmuel, at first the Gemara said in order to make this sukkah into a sukkah since it wasn't made as a sukkah, at first (coughs) you've got to pick up each piece of shrach and put it back down to turn it into a sukkah. Rav said, no, the mere act of cutting it, when you sliced it off the tree, that constituted an asiyah although it's not internal to the shach, although you didn't really fix the sukkah, the cutting of the branch from the tree is enough to be called an asiyah, and now your sukkah has an asiyah. And this translates to tzitzis as well. Let's say a person made his tzitzis improperly, and didn't have a mice of making his tzitzis. The question is, if when I cut it, it will turn it into four corners of tzitzis. Is that Sufficient once again, Shmuel says no, just because you cut it, that doesn't count as a maisa, it doesn't count as an Asiyah. And Rav says that cat cutting it counts, and that's where we're up to. Everyone agrees that Tasla Minos is possible. The question is, does merely cutting it rectify Tasla Minos? So we are up to the top line of Yod Aleph asks the Gemara question as follows. Tullum, if a person ties his tzitzis v'lay pasak and he didn't cut off the tops, which means we know in our tzitzis, if you ever saw your tzitzis being made, a person takes four long strings, puts them through the hole then ties the longest one around, does all the ties and the knots, and then turns those four strings into eight strings and has ties. Let's say a person puts one string through that hole and loops it back and forth four times. So you really have one string in there. You should have four. After he finishes the whole process, <coughs> he has four strings doubled over. He goes and snips each bottom. So it looks like your tzitzis and my tzitzis. There's eight strings there now. It wasn't made as eight strings. It was cut into eight strings. So here we mamish have a test case for our machlekas. Rav should say that's fine. Rav would say that's fine. Where's the of making your tzitzis? The cutting of it. Shmuel say, I'm sorry. Cutting it doesn't count as a ma'isa. The mice of tzitzis has to be the kshira of four strings. But says the Gemara, Talon. Brings a brisa. If you hung them, vulei pasak rashi and you never cut off the edges, psulim, they're pasul. The Gemara says, "Mila psulim la'olam, mila psulim Is it not possible forever? And tiyof the rab, which means, I'm sorry. Once you, once you cut it, once you cut it, it's possible. I don't care. There's no way to fix it by cutting it. The chief of the rabbi will be and Rav who says cutting it counts. No. No. My psulin, what does it mean, puzzle P'sulin a che until you cut it. No, it's possible now because because it's one long string. It's not puzzle forever. You could fix the taslim in osi by simply cutting the ends. Cut the ends and it's kosher. Because rav wants to work it out that cutting it counts. Shmuel, i No, no, no. It's possible forever. Because what could you do at this point? What could you do at this point? You can't re-put them in. You could cut them. Sorry, cutting doesn't count as a maissa. So once again, Shmuel and Rav reiterate their machlekes. Whether or not cutting retroactively counts as a mice. And now we're going to have a bunch of shittas that pile on and agree to Shmuel says the Gemara V'chein Omar Levi, P'sulem They're puzzle forever. I, what, why isn't cutting them an option? Because Levi argues and Levi holds that cutting doesn't count as a Maisa. V'chein Amar of Masna Amar Shmuel this is in the name of Shmuel, this makes sense P'sulem some say it another way Omar of Masna with me I had a case like this, that I put in the Tzitzis and I put in the Tzitzis the Shmuel and I came from Shmuel. I said, "Listen, I put it in as one string. I made it. Is there any way to fix this?" Barmely, no, ilam. because Shmuel knew that at this point the only trick you have left in your bag is to cut it, and Shmuel holds that cutting does not constitute an asiyah, and therefore they are psulo There's no way to fix it. Says the Gemara. Okay. Now we're going to really nail Rob. <laughs> May Ask Gamar um, a question from a Talon. You put in the string. Again, you didn't put in four strings like you should have. You put in one long string and looped it through and through and through four times. kach rashi And then you cut off the edges. It is psulin. So now, no, 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 you can't say it's puzzle till you cut it. It says here, you cut it it's still possible. Now, what's the only way to understand this? The only way to understand this is that this is Shmuel and Rav's in trouble, which means you put in the strings. They weren't put in, right, because it was one string. So you have no Asiyah. You then cut it. So what do you have over here? You have the only Asiyah that you have is cutting it. And yet, it still says it's possible. Rav is in trouble. Rav will tell you, no, a cutting counts as an asiyah. And therefore, yes, my initial putting in didn't count, but my subsequent cutting should have counted as a misive. So why is it puzzle? So that is kasha number one on Rab. It's, uh, you know, very, very hard to answer that. tanya, Also, we learned in a b'risa about sukkah. That was about tzitzit, now we learn a b'risa about sukkah. It says in the Torah, Tasa, you should make a sukkah. And whenever the Torah says Tase, we make a drasha veloimen haasui, and not from something that became made without an asiya. Mikan Amru, from here they said, and this is our Mishnah. Hidla, loves hagefen, if you schlep on top of a sukkah, you bend on a sukkah, a vine, a cucumber vine, an ivy vine. Basik Halgaban and you put more schach on it, it's Psul. Now, Hey Hidaru, what is the case that this Braissa is talking? Elay me Bishullah cuts it son. if you didn't cut it. Well why that's not Taslay asui. That's puzzle because it's still Mukhobar la Karka. My Iriya Mishum Tasavilaiman Asui. Why does the Braisa label the psul if there's still Attached to the ground as Tasla Mirasui Tabaglade Mhubaranu. Tell me it's possible because it's still Mukhobal and Karaka. Ella Bishakatsar. Ella Bishakatsar. It's going where you did cut it. So now we're in trouble. Which means <coughs> we have a verse that says that says there's a by sukkah called Taslay Mira that it was made, and it turned into a sukkah rather than being made as a sukkah. Now, it can't be mechobel karaka, because then it wouldn't label the psul ta'asleim and So what must have happened? You put it on the sukkah, and then you just cut it. Another question is, does cutting constitute a amaisa? And that's the case the Bryce is talking about. And what does the Bryce say? Sorry, it's possible. What is that telling us? It's telling us that cutting it, that cutting it, is not sufficient a maysa, So we have two brises against Rab. We have a braise of that says mefurish. We have a braise of If you put it as one long string and then you cut them, it doesn't work, telling us cutting is not a maysa. And then we have this braise of that says it's still Tassel menossi. Now what's it talking? It can't be talking where he didn't cut it, that's Tashim. So it is talking where you cut it, and it still calls it Tassel menossi. So we see two independent braces, one by tzitzis, one by sukkah, that calls cutting not sufficient a emaisa in order to exempt you from taslim and Cutting still is a problem of taslim and Says the Gemara, v'shmamina, deloyamrina, we do not say kitsitsasan. cutting them zuhiasiasan counts as an asiyah. Viti yufta it's a kashan rav. So first, the Gemara is going to answer the super one. rav will answer you. So I have no single word in English to describe it, but you'll all understand what I'm talking about when you have, um, you know, I don't know if you ever like I have in front of my front door. It's like a tree. So in the summer, like when the leaves bring it high, it's higher. When the like in the winter, it like droops down. It's so like sometimes like hits me in the head, like especially if I'm wearing a hat. So you, know, you try cracking off a branch. So sometimes, like if it's cold enough or dead enough, a branch cracks off. That that's like a katsitsa. You see, especially if you do it with a saw, you see like a good cut. Like here's where the branch was. There's it's off. Sometimes if you break a branch off of a tree and it's like a, like a healthy tree and it's nice and soft and it's the summer, so you break it off and then, like, you're pulling for three feet and it's like peeling and getting thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner till finally the branch comes off and you have, like, basically, it took two feet to cut through one inch. So, like, the the point of cutting is not very, very clear. It's not a clean cut. It's a very, very, very messy cut. But more importantly, it doesn't look like there was ever any cut. It looks, And other words, imagine if the two things would be in place and that's how you cut it. It wouldn't look cut. If you have, if you have a log and you slice it with a chainsaw, that looks like it's cut. There's like a very noticeable severage that you have one part over here, one part over here, and a slice in the middle. That's a noticeable cut. Shlefinu shalufi is like when you rip it, but like it, like, it takes a lot of distance to get through the thin thing. That's called shlefinu shalufi. You cut it very, very not... Straight and not precise, says the Gemara. minker, minker, Says the Gemara like this. Rav will tell you, cutting it counts as a ma'isa. Cutting it counts as a ma'isa. But, explains the Marsha, if you want to have Tasli minasi. If you need a mice over here, it has to be a noticeable, discernible mice. So says the Gemara, Rav is fine. Rav will tell you cutting it is fine. You know why that b'risa says cutting it never counts as a maizah? You don't have any mice to say, oh, that was my mice of making a sukkah? Because your maizah is indiscernible, untellable. No one can tell that, that a maizah happened. I don't, I don't see any slice in that branch. You know, it looks. You know, over there it's attached, and like there it's not. And there it takes a long time. It's like peeling off. It doesn't show me. Show me the slice. Show me the mokem chetach. Show me where it was cut. You can't. It it gets thinner and it gets peeled and it starts there and ends there. It's not a clean slice. It's not a crisp slice. So says the Gemara. There, even Rav admits that it's not called. Even Rob admits that it's not called an asiyah. It's fascinating, because DeMarshaw explains, we're talking about a diraisa, but, but appearances, usually you associate how it looks with a gerabona. DeMarshaw says, since you need tasle mirasi, so you need a maisa niker. If the maisa is not nikeris, if the maisa is not obvious and apparent, then even a it doesn't count as a maisa. So you could have, Rob holds Cutting does count as a ma'isa. Normally cutting it would make the sukkah kusher, but here it's not here it's not a uh, it's not a noticeable enough cut, and therefore even Rav could agree your sukkah is still possible. That is how we answer the sukkah part of it. We have two questions. We asked a question from tzitzis, we asked a question from sukkah the question of the sukkah says that it's possible because of I. It has to be when it's cut. So why is it still possible? Because it's Tassleim and says the Gemara Rav is fine. Cutting it is usually okay when you do a cut. When you do a schlafinish Shalufi, that you you peel it like that. That's not called a cut. Why you even cut the tree like that? Because, because um, cut the tree. I mean, we can because so not everyone's like a Boy Scout. And like and like we sometimes find you know, like listen, you know, you've needed a branch. You're making like a barbecue and like you know, you need something, so you need a branch <clears throat> it doesn't work. You've had this. Not everyone like has like, you know, their toolbox ready with circular saws and zachen. If you would make a good cut, then it would be perfectly fine. Yes. You yeah, I know and, it was, and, so and this is, just, is not a doorbell. A bad cut, then it's okay if you do a good cut, then, and then it's. I mean, I mean, no, if you do a, like, a, I mean, I don't know what bad or good is. Bad meaning. If you do a good cut, meaning some cut, yeah. then you can use the tree. Then, then, then it's fine. And if you mess up on your cut, then you're saying. Then you're saying, yeah, you are not have schach because it's taslim. Yeah, because, because what we're looking for here, it's fascinating because Tyson struggles with this. Tyson struggles with this. Tyson says, like, I don't understand, like, if it's really cut and cutting does count as a Misa... So why, does that, why is that bad? Tyson struggles with this. Tyson says two Terutzim. In fact, one of Tyson's Terutzim is like, you're right, if it's totally cut, it's always fine. What Shlfinu Shlufi means, like, it's like a hangnail. It's like almost off, but it's like hanging a little bit. Because of what's bothering you, Tyson says that. But Rashi is not bothered by that. And Rashi learns Shlfinu Shlufi, that it's like peeled type of cut, and it's off. And and we're talking in a p'sul of Tassel Minasek. So, so the Marsha has a lot of stuff to juggle. That, you're right, if it's really cut, and cutting usually counts, if it's really cut, and cutting usually counts, so why should the fact that it was a messy cut not count? So the Marsha explains, it's a fascinating concept, that usually appearances are taco- only for a draw but when you're, you're cutting over here is doing two things. Number one, it's severing it from the tree, it's making it not machubr. Okay, that we gotta agree, it's cut. But your cutting here is doing another job. Your cutting is your mice. A mice, by definition, needs to be a noticeable act. So so the marshal says, okay, if you're being semich on this cutting, to not only make your shach not machubr, but also to be your asiyyah, it's gotta be a noticeable cut. And yes, therefore, a cut that's not noticeable doesn't count as a cut. Says the Gemara, what about the, the tzitzis one? That was like straight. before? the tzitzis one said that if a person made tzitzis out of one string, looped it through, and then cut it into eight strings, it is puzzle. Now that is straight up. Cutting is not a maissa. Says the Gemara, Mi komokan vachar posak kashel What about the case of hanging the tzitzis and then cutting them, it's Kasha on Rav says to Gemara Kasha, guilty as charged I have no answer for that I have no answer for that okay okay we'll stop here okay so one more evening of this last Machlekes, and actually, tonight, the entire Gemara that we are going to do... <laughs> so the, the Gemara we're going to do tonight is more or less a repeat of a Gemara we did in the third parrot. but uh, we'll do it again well. So, so we have a Machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. And that is that whenever the Torah requires an Asiyah on something, whenever the Torah requires something to be made, then there has to be an official Asiyah. It has to be made. It can't retroactively turn into something haven't been made. So, you know, we said a classic example of this would be, if you build your Sukkah inside your house, and the schach is therefore pasul. then you remove the psul, and voila, you have a sukkah. No, you don't. Because the sukkah can't come into existence. If we said the classic example, for instance, the person takes a pile of schach. It's all kosher schach. A big pile, like an igloo, of schach. And you dig out the inside of the igloo. And then, as a result of digging out the inside of the igloo, You have schach and walls, and it's all good. Says the Torah, the Gemara says, Mishnah says, no, it's not good, because what you have is a sukkah that wasn't made. When you have to make a sukkah, that means you have to put schach on four walls. It doesn't mean that schach has to become schach by some other means. You have to make a sukkah, and therefore therefore our Mishnah which was talking about so you have a long vine that's attached to the ground or attached to a tree you slap it onto your sukkah so if the vine were to become severed you still don't have a sukkah let's say the tree dies Damn, like it just collapses so your sukkah is no longer attached to the ground well that sukkah is for sure a puzzle because there was never an asiyah sukkah there was never a making of the sukkah. The sukkah became made by other means. The sukkah became made, so to speak, retroactively. Retroactively is the wrong word. Retroactively is a thing in time. So it doesn't have to do with time. It has to do with a lack of mice. So it's possible. But, we came upon a machleik asamiroim. Raven Shmuel. Let's say you cut the branch from the tree. Does cutting constitute a big enough mice that that is called asiyah sukkah? You need to be oiseh schach. You need to make schach. But how about you have your sukkah, it's attached to a vine that's attached to the ground, and you come with a knife or a saw, and you cut the branch off the tree. You don't touch the schach, you just cut it off the tree? Is cutting the schach off the tree enough of a meisa to be called asiyah sukkah? Or is that still a psul of tasloi menasik? And the only way to remedy that sukkah would be to pick up each piece of schach and put it back down as an asias sukkah. That's the, that's the Shailen. Rav said cutting is fine. And Shmuel said, no, cutting is not enough of a mice. And this had the same, we had the same achlegas by tzitzis. Let's say a person took, instead of four strings, and put it through the hole in the corner of his baguette, he took one string and looped it and looped it and looped it and looped it, and, looped it, and then did all the ties and the knots, and then he had this, like, you know, a bunch of U's on the bottom, because he looped it, and then he snipped each one and turned each one into tzitzis. So in the end, tzitzis looks like my tzitzis and your tzitzis. It looks like eight strings on the bottom. But it wasn't made as tzitzis. Well, it was cut. So does cutting count as making? Or is cutting too little of a maissa to call it an asiyah? This once again was on Machlechus Rav and Shmuel. Rav said cutting kitzisasan zui asiyasan. Cutting it counts as an asiyah, and Shmuel said that no, cutting it does not count as an asiyah, and we brought a raya against Rav. And we answered it up. So the Gemara has one last comment to say about this machlekes. Leima kitanoi, smack in the middle of the page on Yirav and Beis. Leima kitanoi. Let us say that this argument between Rav and Shmuel. As to whether or not cutting constitutes a maisa to fix a pasiv says the gemara. marvel Likton. If a person did the wrong thing and cut them, what's this is referring to? But notice we talked about cutting them. What's this referring to? It's referring to gemara we had in third part. Gemara said like this: that your hadas has to have more leaves than berries. If there's more berries than leaves on your hadas, your hadas is possible. And the Gemara says it's fine if you rip off all the berries. That, that's, that's fine, because at the end of the day, your hadas has more leaves than berries. Just one thing, the Gemara says, you can't rip them off on Yantif. Because if you rip them off on Yontif, you're being misakin money. You're making something that was useless, because what's a hadas with? too many berries. It's nothing. You can't use it to, uh, you know, for anything in the house, and uh, you can't use it for your mitzvah. So it's muksa. It's useless, in fact. If you rip off the berries, you just created a Hadas. That is Tikhan Monah. So you're not allowed to rip them off on Yontif. So it says to him, well, let's say a guy went and ripped them off on Yontif. Ovar Velikton. Ovar, he transgressed this Isser of ripping off the berries on Yontif, he was masakin mana. He was masakin mana. Now, whether or not it's a malacha a malacha drabanan, darushay the maskavin, or darushay, you know, Malach shen like we discussed then, because maybe he had another hadass. Whatever the case may be, you weren't supposed to rip off the berries, and you did. Says the gemar, posel daver Rip Shimon ben It's posel. I'm sorry. Your hadas is pasal. Your Dalad Minim is possible. We told you not to rip off the berries, and you went and ripped off the berries. Your hadas, and therefore your Dalad Minim is possible. The The chachamim say, nope. Your Dalad Minim is fine. Now, now, what could they be arguing about? Which means, which means, just because you're Rebbechal Shabbos, or Michal Yantif in this case, doesn't possibly your Lulav and esrog. It's not like a Mitzvah of Avera. Doesn't possibly your Lulav and esrog. So you did one bad thing. No one thinks, no one thinks the fact that you're Machal Yantif should possibly your Dalit Minim. You know, so for instance, if let's say I cut a Lulav off the tree on Shabbos or Yantif. Okay, I did a very bad Avera. But it's not possible for shaking Dalit Minim. So that is not. The problem here, the fact that you picked the berries. Fine, you did an naughty. You're not supposed to be fixing hadasim on Shabbos or Yontif, and you fix the hadas on Yontif. Fine. Very bad. You'll deal with that in Yom Kippur. You'll take care of that. But why should Apostle Yudal him? And whatever you're going to tell me, you also have to explain the Chacham and say, no, there's absolutely no problem. So the Gemara said, what could they be arguing about? Ah, I know what they're arguing about. This constitutes Tasselim and Because you had, there's an asiya by Lulav also. There's an asiya by Lulav. You've got to make the Dalad Minim. You've got to tie the Dalad Minim together. So there's a concept of Asiyah by Dalad Minim. And when you tied your Lulav and Hadassah and Arovis together, it wasn't good. And then, by virtue of something that happened later, it became good retroactively. Ooh, classic Tas minasi. Ooh, so it's pasal, it's tassle minasi. Aha! But you cut it. So can cutting remedy of minasi? That's the machlekes. That's the machlekes. Rami Shimev ben Yed says it's pasal. I. What are you talking about? I remedied the tassle minasi. You're right. When I made it. It wasn't good, but by cutting it, I made it good. Cutting counts. No, 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 no. I hold like Shmuel. Cutting doesn't count as an Asiyah. It's plucking, that an... The same as yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I mean, yeah. I don't mean I mean, I don't, I don't you know, like it doesn't count. It's not enough of a Meisa. And the Chachamim hold like Rav. Cutting counts as a Meisa, so it fixes the Taslim and Asiyah. Ah, beautiful. And yeah, I ju- it's already in a negative. Hundred percent. That's one. In other words, in order to make this the machleikus, we took three or four liberties. We took three or four assumptions. Which, whenever the gemara says, like well, in the second savrua, it means like we made an assumption, and the gemara like most of the time attacks that assumption. So yes, in order to make this the machleikus, we had to take a lot of assumptions. So, no issue with taking clear. Because you made something from unusable hadas into usable hadass is tikkun manah. Right. So why is that okay? Why can I use? Again, as- you're a very bad person. You're and manah on Yom You'll nine deal nine. with it on Yom Kippur, but it doesn't passly ydal minim. For that day, it does not. No. Why not? Why yet? also Shabbos. So again, I, I see. Question before: If a guy cuts his lulav off a tree on Shabbos and puts in his dal minim, you can't use it on that. Well, you no. can use it the, the next day. You can't use it that day, no. You're talking about bishul on Shabbos. That baby, well, not even bishul. It's something even sacking clear on Shabbos, you can't use that. No, you have to... it, it would not be similar to like lulav and gazzel. It's a lulav and gazzel because there's a din Lachem. So you, so it's not shyech. Yeah, it's, it's mitzvah of and we have mitzvah of avera as and this is not, this is not the same avera that you know, like you to make it a Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but not enough. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not. Not nah, wouldn't it. So, says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, Savrua. So what's his mafak? Savrua. Let's assume for a second, number one, That Lulav needs to have an eger. Because remember, if we're gonna passel it due to tasavulayman ha there has to be an usui, Which means for instance, there's no mitzvah in the Torah to make a sheifer. If a sheifer would fall off a ram's head and it would be like clear, you could use that. You don't have to make a sheifer. So then there's no problem with tasav Tas minasi Tasav is only when the re- Torah the calls for an asiyah can something be tasav le-minasi. So if something doesn't need to be made. If something doesn't need to be constructed, if something doesn't need to be put together, tied, fixed, whatever, you can't have a problem of Tasselim and if there's no Asiya necessary. So for instance, like Sheifer, is a mitzvah in the Torah, where the Torah never says you have to make a Sheifer, you have to take a Sheifer. I don't care how it got made, so it's not, pro- not possible Tasselim and So if you're going to talk about Dalad Minim in terms of Tasav and you have to make a case that something needs to be made. So says the Gemara, yeah, I'll tell you what needs to be made. Says the Gemara. Yeah. Says the Gemara. Um, lulav Tzarech Lulav needs to be tied. That's the making of it. Okay, and where does the Tyra call it an Asiyah? Says the Gemara, uh, I need a little help here. V'yalfinun lulav misukkah. We learn out lulav from sukkah. Dixiv gabe sukkah. That it's written by sukkah. That it says you have to make a sukkah, and we learn out from there, and it cannot be made without you doing it. So says the Gemara, okay, so now I made enough assumptions, and now I can explain to you the machlekas So I explained that there needs to be an asiyah by Lulu, and where do I know it from? I know it from sukkah. Once there needs to be an asiyah. So, this thing became good, it wasn't made good. So, it's Paslaut's Tasav Lehmanasoi. And then you tried cutting it. And the Machlachis is Does cutting remedy Tasav which is the Machlachis Rabban Shemuel, which we're is going to say in Machlachis Says the Gemara, My love, can we not suggest Bahoka This is what they're arguing at. Demand the Machus Savar. The chachamim say it's kosher say amrinam gabe suka just like we say by suka kitzit tason zuhi the cutting it counts as a maise and it remedies the tasavul it remedies the fact that it was made without a maise and by cutting it oh you have a maise Vigabe lulav nami amrinon liki tason zuhi and by lulav we say plucking them is the maise so. And that would explain the one that says it's kosher. Uman de pasil and the one that says it's pasal, hold loyam sukka, gabay sukkah kitsi sassin zuasi yassin. Same problem. You have an issue of paslim minasli that it was made, and it wasn't made, and you tried remedying it by cutting it, and that doesn't work by sukkah, it doesn't work by tzitzis, and it's not going to work by lulav either. Uman de pasil just like by sukkah we don't say simply cutting it fixes the schach no, you've got to pick up each piece of schach and put it down nami and by lulav we will not say either simply by plucking it counts as enough of a maiseh to remedy tasleim and osu'i, and that is the reason for the mandamra that passles it. So whenever we make tasleim um, and osu'i, I'm sorry, whenever we make something a mechlik tanoim, this is why we can't have habura down here, <laughs> So, whenever you make something of no one's happy. Which means, like, the good news is it's not a loss. The good news is you're not you're not like defeated. Someone agrees with you. The bad news is not everyone does. So, whenever we try to make something a is tanoim, sometimes the Gemara is happy with it. Sometimes the Gemara is upset with it. But it always tries to defend against it, and that's what's bothering that's what's bothering the Gemara, like. I mean, you want to only be like Rup Shembr Do you want to only be like Chum? No, I want to be loved by everybody. So says the Gemara, I'm going to defend against this accusation of, of you're saying, I'm a No one's happy with that. Now, the good news is, whenever you make a bunch of assumptions, it's very easy to argue on your conclusion. Uh, no, no, and no. Right? Now, you can just say no to any of the assumptions. And that is what we're going to do now. We're going to challenge one by one every assumption that led to us calling it tanoim. Says the Gemara like this. Loy. everyone agrees. Yama, lo no way. Everyone disagrees with Rav. Now, why are we doing that? Because if you remember, it wasn't even clear Rav said that. And we had a bunch of Tanayim that argued, a bunch of Rav that argued. We said, We said, A lot of people didn't like this fact that cutting it counts as enough of a maizid to fix Taslim and Asli. So, says the Gemara. So says the Gemara, no, everyone agrees to Shmuel that cutting it doesn't fix it. Really? So then you have on your hands a for sure puzzle d'alad Minim. Because number one, you need the of And number two, the Eged counts as an Asiyah. And just like by Sukkah, we learn out lula from Sukkah. Just by Sukkah, there's a problem of in also. So here, you didn't make a d'alad Minim. What, what you made was puzzle. It became a d'alad Minim after you made it. Ah, what about cutting it? No, everyone says cutting it doesn't count as a maissa. So why isn't this for sure bad? Says the Gemara. you know what they're arguing about over here? You made an assumption that we learn out lula from sukkah. Just like by sukkah, there's a psul of tasav of lehmina'asui, by lula also there's a psul of tasav of lehmina'asui. No! It doesn't ever use the word in the Torah Asiyah by Lulav and Esrik. The whole source of any Tasselim and Asi is a lotion of Asiyah. For instance, Gidilim Tasselachah. The Torah demands an Asiyah and you don't have one. So, why would you Pasel Dalad Minim? Because of Tasselim and Asi? Because he uses the word Asiyah by Sukkah? Well, that's very easy to argue on. So the one that says it's kosher says, ever required an asiyah by Dalad Minim. So you can't very well passel it, when there's no asiyah necessary. If there's no asiyah necessary, if you don't have to make your Dalad Minim, it can't be puzzled because it wasn't made. It never needed a asiyah in the first place. So says the word, that's what they're arguing about here. The one that says this dalad minim that started out bad, but the berries were picked and then it became good. You know why he says it's kosher? Not because cutting fixes taslim haasui, because there was never a problem of taslim and in the first place. Because the only way to learn a taslim and would be from sukkah, and I'm saying no. You made an assumption. I'm saying no. Umad the pasel the one that says it's possible learns it out of So so far I gave you one viable way to learn this machlekes without this being the machlekes between Rav and Shmuel. another suggestion. Isvir the Haged? You're right. If you assume that you need to tie your lulav. Of course, that counts as a maisa and it would be a problem of tasli minasi. Kuliyamule pligi diafina lula mi Everyone would learn out lula from sukkah and say that just like by sukkah, where it requires an asiyah, without the asiyah, it's puzzle. So, to hear, if you need an asiyah, if you need an egged, if you need to tie your lula, this is what you were saying, if you need to tie your lula, ba'adhadu will be puzzle, it's tasli minasi. You want to know the mandarma that says it's okay? you never need to tie So if there is no ma'isa, if there's no ma'isa involved in making a dalad minim, you can't have it posle al t'stasle minasui. minasui. means it has to be made and not became made. Well, if you don't need any making, if you don't need any asiya, if there's no act of making dalad minim, if there's no act of making dalad minim, then you can't posle it al Says the Gemara... Um, but so, so, so this last case you that you don't have to tie and meet them together that's why yeah yeah and we're going to discuss that right now so the g'mar is like this g'mar sabre lulav tzar hagen g'mar sabre ain't tzar hagen the other man never says no a lulav doesn't need to be tied ubeplukte dahani tanoi and now that we made this emachleikas about whether or not a lulav needs an eget or not, whether or not the lulav needs to be tied or not so we're already in familiar territory this is a pre-existing machlegestanoyim Titania we learned in Abraissa as follows lulav your dalad minim, your lulav hatas Sarava, ben ogud, whether it's tied ben she'ene ogud is kosher no, nope. ogud kosher, if it has a tie it's kosher she'ene ogud, if it's not tied it's posel says the Gemara, my time, your uh, Yehuda. What's well, your Jehuda's reason? So, it's possible in Parashu Ilayin two days ago. Yalof lekicha, lekicha meagudas e'zaif. The question is, or the source is, it says the Lashon vilakach. Adan, ah, You have to take the dam with an agudas e'zaif. So it says the Lashon lekicha there. Says the Gemara, We find lachem lekicha both by lulav and by agudas ezev, dipping in the blood, sprinkling it on the Mashgaif, malahalon, just like by agudas ezev. It was baguda with a tie, afkan baguda. So too, your minim needs to be with a tie. So Yehuda learned from the Gzereshav. V'rabana, no, they don't have that Gzereshav. They don't learn out Okay, end of Sugya, end of Sugya, which means, where we stand is, we're going to have to say that, we're going to have to say that it's a Tassel by Tzitzis and sukkah for sure pasul. By tzitzis and sukkah, it's for sure pasul tassamunasa. Which means, if your tzitzis became tzitzis, that's not good. If your sukkah became schach, it's not good. You have to have an act of putting it there. Does simply cutting it, call is that called an act? It's is between Rav and Shmuel. Rav says yes. Shmuel says no. By by lulav dalaminim, we. We don't know what the machlekas is. There's definitely a machlekas if you ripped off the berries, plucked or cut the berries on Yontif. What exactly the machlekas is, we don't know. It could be whether or not cutting counts as an act. It could be whether or not it needs an act at all, whether or not it needs and us. It could be whether or not we learn that a Sukkah. We don't know what the machlekas there is. We do know that there's a machlekas whether or not a lulav needs to be tied, which we just said is a machlekas between Rehud and the Chacham. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Like who does it go the following, Bryce? Lulav, your Lulav, mitzvah la It's definitely a nice thing to tie your Lulav to your hadas menaravis. Vimle ogde kasher. But if you don't tie it, it's still kasher. So the Gemara. Doesn't know how to digest this because it seemed black and white. If you learn the Gzera Shava, the Lakicha Lakicha, so then you need an Azev. It's not a good thing. You need a you need a tie. You need an negative. It's not a good thing. It's not a preferable thing. It's not a nice thing. It's a requirement. It's basic. And if you don't darshan Lakicha Lakicha, then you don't need a tie at all. It's not even a good thing. It's it's superfluous. It's extra. It's unnecessary. So the Gemara doesn't know exactly how to deal with this. Well, what's this Brisa talking about? Which means we know there's two sheetas, And this Rebbe Yehuda it says it's required, and the who don't care at all. So 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 how do we take this when it says it's a nice thing, but it's not required? It says the Rebbe Yehuda. If it's rebuyuda kilei agdam, I kosher. It can't work. You said you don't tie it; it's fine. Rabbi Huda doesn't think that way. He has a pasuk in the tarot, that says, lekicha, lekicha. You need to tie it, and nothing short of that. Any rabbanon, and if it's the rabbanon, am my mitzvah? Why isn't even a mitzvah? Last we checked, and you don't need it. I don't learn out from the good that. God says, "Zayif." Sigmara says, elam rabbanon it is the rabbanon, it is the rabbanon." Because the Torah says in this week's Parsha, Zek Hailey no, next week's Parsha, in B'Shalach. Yeah, this week's Parsha, this week's Parsha. In B'Shalach, the Torah says, Zek Hailey Veyu, his Snoil of Fun of which. Does Rashi sing it here? Yeah. Sukana Lulav Na, Noah. Elsewhere he says Talis Noah. In In both, Tzitzis and Talis. And they hack like, what do you mean talis? No, talis is not the mitzvah. You know, like, if I you ask I you, why still. do you need a $5,000 silver menorah? So you say Hidr mitzvah. The minira, let's say you don't use glasses, holds the oil. It's not, the Hidr mitzvah is in the oil. So, but if you gyrus Talus noah, which Rashi is elsewhere, then you see that there's Hidr mitzvah in, like, the support of a support role. There's still Hidr mitzvah. And there's an old child. Why don't you need a nice house for Hator mitzvah for your mezuzah? <laughs> but but um, LЕ, some people are very mocked. They the only Yeah. So, so says the Gemara like this. <speaking> the Taira says <speaking Hebrew> and you should beautify in front of a kars <coordination> your mitzvah. So says the Gemara the Rabbanon require an Agudah for a totally different reason. Outs, they don't care about a tie. To make the Lulav into a tie, they don't care. But it's still nicer. It still makes it look more presentable. It's a Russian mitzvah, though. All mitzvahs. All mitzvahs. Zekke, the you, you. Right, but you. This is my God, and I will make it beautiful. A it's, a, it's It's. You would say a hiddur You wouldn't say Yeah, a, no, so, no, so this is, is, is hiddur mitzvah. Not even not a Hatcher, but it's a. It's a no, so it m- right. Make Mitzvah's beautiful for you, yeah This is Hidah Mitzvah Yeah, because yeah, there is a Mitzvah of, of, of Hidah Mitzvah You're right, so why use Russian Mitzvah? I'm saying this, the Russian Mitzvah saying is that There's almost. a Sivoy, almost Mitzvah Oh, Mitzvah means you get a Kiyam Mitzvah without a Kiyiv That's what that means in that case Get a Kiyam Mitzvah without, It's not a commandment that you have to But it's still a Kiyam Mitzvah that you do The Kiyam is Zekeli Van Veem Okay, fine. We shall stop here for tonight. So, So, we have one more thing to do this Mishnah. So this Mishnah, we finally got to the crux of the matter of what is schach. Started in Dafiral talking about how to make schach. First time about was how to make sukkah, talking about schach, things that pass the schach from outside. We finally ended this Mishnah, got to what is the criteria for schach, and we said criteria for schach is number one, that it grows from the ground, and number two, that it's not tumah, So the Gemara asks, Minani mili how do you know this? Which means it's, it's very, very funny. The Torah just says, sit in a sukkah. Now you think when you hear the word sukkah, you're thinking walls. But we know from Rashi and base, sukkah means schach. So when the Torah says this word schach, sukkah teshu means in schach you should sit. What is schach? So we know, we know that we have sukkahs, in our history, we have a precedent for sukkahs. We know that when Kalah Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, this week's parasha, that they, that they lived in the Midbar in something. What was that thing that they lived in the Midbar? They lived in Ananim in the Midbar. They lived in anane Aqab, they lived in the Ananim. And the Ananim are the prototype for sukkah. They're the forerunner of what a sukkah is. So if I could just put my finger on what these anonim, what these clouds were, then I'll know what the ingredients for a sukkah is because the Torah refers to sukkah like I know what it's talking about. And we're I supposed to know what the word sukkah means? So I look at the Torah. The Torah tells me, So the Torah is the one that put two and two together for me. The Torah said, sit in sukkahs. The Torah said, I put clouds on sukkahs. Let's go see what those sukkahs were, and then I'll know what a sukkah is. What were those sukkahs? They were clouds. What can I identify? What can I identify as far as a cloud in order to get guidelines for sakh? That's what the Gemara does right now. Um, Amr e says, Re Shlokesh, Amr the Ed, says, and Haaretz. We know in Parshish Baratheon, when it talks about how Akash Baruch watered the crops, it said that a, a cloud Yalamin Haaretz, grew from the ground. So says the Gemara, now I have the complete circle. Which means, tell word sukkah. Both time them word sukkah was what Akash Baruch put us in when we came out of time. What Akash Baruch put us when we came out of time was clouds. If I can identify what clouds are, I know what a sukkah is. I know what tzachach is. There you go. The Terim Beresha says that a cloud grew from the ground. Ve'ed yalamin ha'aretz. And obviously it's not makabal because Rashi says again, big there are three things on earth that are makabal People, food, and kalem. So if you're not in any of those categories, you're not makabal Or it's not makabal So a cloud is not a person, it's not a kalim, and it's not a food. So says the Gemara, that's where I know the two ingredients in what schach is from a cloud. The aid yalaman arts and a cloud grew from the ground. ma'e just like a cloud, dabershein macabal tum'a. It's not tum'a. And vikidulam in harats, it grew from the ground. Af sukka doversha'in makabaltumh, in arts. So too a sukkah or schach, is Something that is not makabal, and it grows from the ground. Beautiful. So we have A equals B, B equals C, and C equals D. And then we have the whole khejb. There's just one possible problem with this cheshb. Let's say the things that we were in in the Midbar, which is your raya with the word sukkah. Tara says sukkah is What's a sukkah? Oh, it says kibash sukkah, say is b'nei Yisrael. I put b'nei Yisrael in sukkahs. We were assuming that's a cloud, and then we referenced the cloud, what a cloud is, so we completed the circle. Let's say the things that Akarish Baruch Hu put us in when we left Mitzrayim weren't clouds. And that's a machleikah, so we're in trouble. In fact, it's a machleikah, ha-nicha says the Gemara, Lemanda amar according to the opinion, Anane kavit hayu. which means, then you're right, the sukkahs that Hashem put us in when we left Mitzrayim were clouds, and Torah calls that a sukkah, and we know a cloud grows from the ground, but the other opinion there is, is that actually put us in sukkahs, and we built our own sukkahs, now, Rashi explains, that could be of any material, and maybe it's Something that's Makabotuma. Maybe it's leather. Maybe it's metal. It says they were in huts. We don't know what the hut was made out of. So now, Michael and Amar, what are you going to say now? Which means we're saying you have to send a sukkah. Well, it's a sukkah. Hashem put us in a sukkah. Well, if you learned the sukkah that Hashem put us in we're going out of a time was a hut, how do you know that that hut is not Makabotuma and grew from the ground? If it's a cloud, yes. You have another pasuk that tells you clouds go from the ground. And they're not makabel but but if it's a if it's a hut, how do you know what that is? D'itanya, like we learned this in a bris. Kibas shavti es When the Torah says in Parshas "I put klal yisrael in Sucus. one manomer says, Anane kaved hayi." Divrei rabbi That's Reb opinion. So like Reb Eliezer, it's beautiful. We mamish have. 1 to 2 to 3, we have mamish all the steps worked out for us. Rabbi Kiva Oemer, mamash mamish Asulahem. Rabbi Kiva says that no, Hashem made us real Sukkahs. So, Hanichal or Blazer, this whole thing works out according to Blazer, El Rabbi Kiva, Michael and Emer. But according to Rabbi Kiva, how do you know that a Sukkah, Schach, cannot be Makabotoma and has to grow from the ground? You mamish have no proof, which means the tyrant calls it sukkahs. Sukkahs are huts. How do you know what those huts are made out of? So the Gemara says, Goodbye. We do not have that source anymore. Back to square one. We have to start again. Says the Gemara, of Dimiyamar, is So it says, Chag suka is Now, this pasik is really just telling me to make sukkas. Why does it have to involve the word Chag? We already talked about the keeping Yontif aspect of sukkas. We Marisha We talked about keeping Yontif, and now we're talking about sitting in the Sukkah. Where does the word Chag come in? Says says the Gemara. Chag is referencing Chagigah says the Gemara Makish Suka Chagiga We will compare, make a hackish from sukkah to Chagiga Ma Chagiga, just like the Chagiga Dabr Shei when it's a live animal it's not Makabal animals when they're alive are not Makabal when they're dead, they're food but until they're food they're not makabotoma, min and they grow from the ground. Now Rashi goes through this. Animals being called yudule Karka, it goes both ways different, different times in Shas, which means on one hand, obviously an animal doesn't grow from the ground. On the other hand, it's nourished from the ground. So if the source would be from animals, then yeah, that would be the kind of yudule menakarka that we're looking for, that's something that's nourished from the ground. Says the Gemara, that would be a terrible source. Because when you learn from something, you have no right to be particular. So we're learning from Chagiga. Chagiga is a live animal. How will you convince me that Tzach doesn't have to be a live animal? Which means you want to cherry pick. You want to pluck certain aspects from Chagiga, but leave other aspects out. You want to say, well, Chagiga is a Dabra that's not Makabal and it is something that grows from the ground. That's what I want to pull out of Chagiga. Everything else, the fact that it's a live animal, the fact that the carbon Chagiga is a live animal, that I don't want. I don't want to make you need to have a live animal for Schach. I don't want to pull that out. So the Mara says, that's not fair. So that's a bad Makar. Strike two. Chagiga balichayim, so the Gemara nixes... The Gemara nixes that. So now, says the Gemara... Like, this, this answer is going to work out. Not at first, but this answer is going to work out. Kiyasa Ravin rovin o'mar k'ra. Says rovin It says in the Torah, When do you make... When do you make, Sukkis, Ba'aspecha, When you're gathering... When you're being ma'asek, and in your gathering, me'garncha, from your grain, um and from your wine. So says the Gemara, it says you should make a sukkah from grain and wine. Says the Gemara, b'psailas gairan v'yekav Hakasa medaber. I'm going to make an assumption that it's not talking about the grain itself, it's talking about the chaff and the leftover from the grain, the garbage from the grain. And it's not talking about the wine itself, it's talking about the garbage from the wine. So the Gemara, for a second, makes an assumption, and we're going to question this assumption, but that's the Gemara's assumption now. Now then, we would have all our sources, because you know, wheat husks or grape vines are Yidule Menacharka, and they're not Makabotoma because they're not food. And the Torah describes a sukkah by Asifas Gerin Reyekah, when you're gathering from your grain and your wine. So you take the garbage of the grain and the garbage of the wine and make a sukkah. Says the Gemara, um, maybe it means the wheat, kernels, and the wine itself. And then you have a Makar you don't want then you have something that's Meqabal Grain, which is food, is Meqabal Wine, which is food, is Meqabal Says the Gemara, Ve'eim <speaking in Hebrew> atzmai Well, maybe it says, <speaking in Hebrew> It means the grain itself and the wine itself, and that is Meqabal Says the Gemara, no, it can't be. Yekev, Amar B'zerah, Yekev Ksiv. It says wine. vef And it's impossible to make schach out of wine. Says the Gemara, a beautiful pshaq. It says more like this: The Torah says you're making schach out of wine and grain. So you have two choices. Is it talking about the actual product, or is it talking about the excess, the garbage of the product? So I want it to be talking about the excess, the garbage, because that's not Makabatoma, and it grows in the ground. You're trying to say it's talking about the actual product. And the, and the actual product and that is macabre. So saying, how are you supposed to be with wine so since the Torah is suggesting you use this for schach and you have two choices the garbage of it or the product itself well the product itself is wine and you can't use wine for schach it'll fall you can't use wine for schach so therefore since it can't mean the actual product it has to mean the psalis that's my source says the Gemara Maskiflar Birmia if your problem is only, how are you masakik with wine? If your problem is only wine won't work for schach, so therefore it must be talking about the psalas, there's a way to be masakik with wine. There was this region called sneer. And in sneer they would congeal the wine and they would make it into like this jelly. That you could slice it. You know like that cranberry jelly that comes in the can? So that you could like slice? It's disgusting. So I get Very to delicious. Huh? delicious. Oh you veg. Delicious, <laughs> delicious ocean, uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like ocean spray. And you eat that you eat that plain. No, oh, with yeah. his turkey on Thanksgiving. You need oh you're fine with turkey here, but uh, in a pie or something. It's not nah. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. What are you talking about? Says the sneer. Maybe it means congealed wine that comes from sneer. Which means, if you're telling me that it has to be talking about the Pseilus, because wine is impossible to make of Eschat, and that's Uriah that it's talking about psalas, not actual product, you're wrong. That's not shver because there is such a thing as wine that can actually <coughs> be used for schach. Congealed wine that they had in sneer, congealed wine can be used for schach. So if that's your whole riot, you're in trouble. Says the Gemara, which is, uh, which is an interesting Lashen, like, he slugged them up. Amr of Zerah shoots, hamil sahave b'yodan. This matter was in our hands. Vasur Birmi and Rabirmiya came Vishadabanarga and put it in an axe. <laughs> like in other words, like it's interesting. We've had many Gemaras, you know, throughout our lives that the Gemara came close and the Gemara has the kashan and slugged it up. I don't know why this the Gemara says, what wow, we came so close. Because it has to be talking about garbage because it can't be talking about wine. And he said, No, there's Yaank Garshabisnir, so it's not talking about shoots he ruined it, we came so close but he ruined Armakar. says the Gemara Rabashi salvages it says Rabashi Rabashi Yomer. no, it says Ba'aspicha, when you will collect mei garancha u it could have just said you make sukkas in the season Ba'aspicha, when you gather garancha your grain and your wine. What's this loshen mei? Mei garncha um mei yikvecha from a segment, a subset of your gyron and a subset of your yayin that you use for schach. Says the Gemara, Says the gamara, that means the garbage. If it meant the actual product, it would have said giron itself. Grain itself, the of itself, and wine itself. Why does it have to say megar and chumayik Yomer from the grain vlegar but not the actual product. Meyik from your wine vleyakiv and not the wine itself. So that is a makar that sticks. So we have one makar that a schach has to be I do agdulim and arts and. And in the makabel from the fact that the Torah describes schach ba'asif chamegar chamegvecha, and it says megar chamvegar not to make vecha That's one makar. How do we know the season then? Because it could because it already said chag ha'asif t'kufas hashana. So, that's so why this is available. It's a whole extra pasuk. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not in the same place, but yeah, it's an extra pasuk. Yeah. Says. The gemara. Reb, Chizda amar Reb Chizda says from here, Rashi says, Tzu hahar, pasuk. Mehacha, tz'u hahar, Rashi says, Pasuk b'sefer Ezra. It's a Pasuk in Ezra. So, if you look on the side of your Gemara, if you have an old-fashioned Gemara like me, that says, we the Pasuk Gemara. So it says, it's a Pasuk in the y'av parak aleph. And Rashi says, it's a Pasuk in Ezra. So Rabbi Kiveger, if you look on the side, Rabbi Kiveger says, since Nachman wrote Ezra, it's like basically the Loshenis are interchangeable. You could call Ezra Nechemiah, and Nachman, and Rabbi has a list of different Rashi's in different places that it's interchangeable. You could call a and Nachman a, a pasuk, and Ezra a pasuk and and because Nachman wrote them anyway, so it's all the same. That's Rabbi Kiveger says. Meacha, stayed like this. Nehemiah was commanding them in their first sukkahs back up. He said, Tzu go out to the mountain. view Alei and bring leaves from olive trees. Ve'alei Eitshemen, leaves from trees which has oily wood. Ve'alei hadas leaves of hadasim. Ve'alei Tmarim leaves from date palms. Ve'alei Eitshavais and leaves from a tree with a chain. The a tree with a chain is a hadas tree. So that's two. Says the Gemara, Hainu hadas, Hainu aitzavus." A hadas is an aitzavus. So Ezra, or Nehemiah in the same pasik, is repeating hadas tree twice under two different names. Why is he doing that? Hainu aetzavis, Hainu uh, hadas, Hainu aitzavus. Amrub Chizda, oh, we see from here that. There's kasher hadasim and there's pasal hadasim. The kasher hadasim used for your lulav, the pasal hadasim used for your sukkah, and that is a prototype schach. It's dabar hagudulim and arts vanam m'kabel tumah. Amr of hasam. Ah, oh, sorry, hadas shaite lesukkah. A hey, hadas, that's pasal that doesn't have the proper mishulish used for your sukkah. It's obvious if it has the proper chain. That's all the way up. Then use that for your, use that for your lula, and that is the final makar The mafarshim asks, or chonar, I think, asks that um, we have a rule: different kabbalah We can't learn out any halachas from nach. There's no such thing as a halacha learned from nach. Nach is for Moser and for the borders. We don't learn out any halachas from Nach. So, I mean, obviously there's many times in Chas we do, so each time we do, this question comes up. So, rule, divrei tayrami divrei Kabbalah layafinan, you're not allowed to learn out anything from Nach. So how over here is the Gemara learning out what schach is from Nach? And the answer, the Arachaner says, what we said a whole night, we're not learning anything from Nach. We just don't know how to translate a word in the Tyrus. Tari- the Torah says, teishu That's what we're doing. So what are we doing? We're fulfilling a pasuk in the Torah of sitting in the sukkah. We're just searching for a definition. I'm allowed to find the definition <coughs> from anywhere. If I find the definition in, in a secular source and prove that that's what the Torah means by this, by this lasian, that's fine. We, we've done that. The Gemara doesn't know what teitaphais is. How, what, the Torah says, you wear teitaphais. So what's what's taitafis? So we learn out, because tat in one language means two, in African, and pas in another language means two. So we learn that taitafis means four, four compartments. You have to wear four on your head, Taitafis. Oh, so do we learn things from African? No, the tarot is, we learn things from the tarot. What the Torah means, we're allowed to find a source anywhere. So that's what's going on over here. We're not, Ba'azmach is not the source for Sukkah. Sukkah is the source for Sukkah. but Sukkah is Tesh But what is this? What is a Sukkah? And how do I know what it has to be made out of? That I'm allowed to find a giloy anywhere I want. And of course, Nach is a great place to find the giloy. So, if I find by Nehemia, him commanding people to get tzchach, that's Dover, hakidum, and arts, and it's not Makabotoma, that's what the Torah means when it says basukas is So, this is not a Makar. This is not a Makar. This is just a Gili about what it is. Why he didn't learn like Rabashi, that I don't know. But, um, but that's what the Arachoner says. We'll stop this, here. Was this a Nebuah of Nechenya? Is this part of the Nebuah? No, no. So how did he know? In other words, you see historically that